0: Have you ever felt overwhelmed, (laughs) ever felt like there's more to do than can ever be done? This happens to me all the time. There's so much to do. There's so many cool projects. There's running businesses. There's seeing friends. There's creating. There's so much to do. And some of you are trying to do all of that stuff whilst you've got a full-time job. Getting overwhelmed is normal. The question is, what do you do when it happens? Welcome to the Rebel Entrepreneur Coaching Series, Episode 6 with Christina. The extraordinary belongs to those that create it. Rebelling against business plans and debt, rebelling against what society expects of us to build cool businesses, make money, have fun and do good. Let's create something extraordinary together. Welcome to the Rebel Entrepreneur. Hello and welcome back, Christina.
1: Hi, Ellen. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. I'm in East Germany at the moment in Leipzig, hiding from the coronavirus and getting creative, working on season two of the podcast. What are you up to?
1: I am sitting in my living room recording this with you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and last time we spoke, you were getting ready to go and have that chat with the boss about going part-time. What happened?
1: So I uh, obviously it's a very difficult call for me to make in the first place. As you know, I was very torn on the thing when we spoke last and, you know, after kind of a roller coaster of emotions up and down, I actually decided to take steps on something else that's in my life that I thought maybe I should handle, which is ADHD. And uh, I set up an appointment. So we're trying some stuff. But what I've learned from that is that people with ADHD don't handle prioritizing well and also like breaking things down into small steps. So I think partly overwhelm is I'm just really busy between working full time and then my business, but also how can I handle the overwhelm, structure things better? So at the moment, I want to work on some approaches that help me to handle that overwhelm, that All the pressure better. I think that's an important step in general, just from both the business and if I continue to work in any capacity and being able to balance, break things down into smaller bites and prioritize.
0: Because the overwhelm, we've spoken about that a few times on the different calls over the months is the amount of different projects, the work you're doing. There's a huge amount on and the overwhelm. But that's the thing you want to tackle first before diving into the business.
1: I think so. Because the thing is, I think that now looking at it, it's a bit of a pattern for me in my life. And I don't think it will serve my business if I don't handle that. Does that make sense?
0: Absolutely. And I think having the awareness to be able to spot that this is something you've gone through before and has happened many times and you're taking steps to deal with it is brilliant. I think you should be applauded for that. And if more people took the time to deal with the stuff that happens repeatedly, learn from it and work out what to do next, we'd all be a lot happier and making progress. So I think this is fantastic. (laughs) And if it helps you to feel comfortable before you take the chat with the boss and the next step, then it's really important. So look, the question is, what happens? What's the effects of overwhelm that you're trying to avoid?
1: One of the main things I have trouble with um, that happens is I have all these things on my plate, right? And I treat everything like it's a fire, like everything's an emergency. So I make myself a little crazy. Oh, I have to do all this stuff. It has to be done now and it has to be done. But you know, because I have all these pending things or things in progress, I do that about all of them. And then instead of just working a little bit on one thing, I just don't do anything because it just seems like so much. So I'm starting to notice that. And I've always noticed that, but I'm starting to try and take steps to remedy that because as I get busier and busier in my business, that's just going to repeat. So for example, um, we've been talking about the marketing series emails and I'm going through and rewriting the series. So last night I sat down and I did just a little bit. And then, you know, tonight I'll do a little more work in rewriting. And expanding the additional emails, you know, kind of breaking things into bits instead of being like, oh, I have to sit down and do this all at once, then just not doing any of it because it seems like so much.
0: Now, I have to say that this issue of everything's important and we've got to get it done now. I felt in the early days of my business exactly the same way. And I know my wife, Katie, has been through exactly the same thing. And We have had some arguments over the years, (laughs) whereby we make a list of things we could do. And she then takes the list of things we could do and turns it into, we must do all of these now.
1: Yeah.
0: And then there becomes a huge amount of stress and pressure that she creates for both of us on getting this stuff done now. And it's something we've had to notice but that stress and pressure, it can really cause effects on your health, your energy and your ability to get things done. It can really mess you up.
1: Yeah, it can really. And it it's not good for the relationships in your life or, you know, just doesn't make you pleasant to be around. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so here's the question. If I was going to take the stress and pressure away from you, let's say you were going to have a holiday. And I was going to take over this so that you didn't have to worry about it. How do I create this feeling of overwhelm or stress or pressure? What do I have to do?
1: You have to take everything in front of you. (laughs) So how do I take it in front of me? What, I just imagine a list or? As you know, I'm very note and calendar reminder oriented. And then there's also stuff in my head, but I have primarily on my wall, I have a kind of bulletin board of, proposed projects, accepted projects like things that are in the works right now in some stage, things that are ongoing that don't really have like an end, people I do continuous work for, and then things that are completed and pending payment or invoices that are out. So, and then I have a to-do list up as well of like random stuff. And then, you know, obviously on top of that I have marketing efforts, and then I also have swirling in a round in my head things like, oh, wouldn't it be nice to add this to the website or I should really post to Instagram more. So I would probably, you know, (laughs) if you were to take over, I would give you like my wall. (laughs) (laughs) So all these like little cards could nag you, which they're great because it keeps me on track. And it's like at a glance, it's very helpful for me. But it also like, you know, I sit there and I spin out of control And then also like all the stuff in my head, I would probably just write down in a weird word bubble for you and like (laughs) highlight things and point, draw arrows. And you'd be like, okay, this is crazy. So how do I get the feeling of spinning out? So I'm looking at all this stuff
0: on the wall. I've got all this stuff swirling around my head. How do I get the feeling of spinning out? Do I have to say something to myself? Do I have to imagine something? What do I have to do?
1: No, you just have to say to yourself, Oh my God, I need to handle all these things at once right away. Right now it has to be done by the end of the day. And I (laughs) want to be done by 8 PM. So I can have a nice dinner and a scotch and relax.
0: (laughs) So so I have to look at all the stuff on the board. I have to see all the projects nagging me. I have to look at the to-do list, all the stuff swirling around in my head. And then I need to repeat, this must be done now. This must be done now.
1: Yeah, all of it. Like, yeah, you know, well, you're like, well, which one should I do first? You're like, I don't know. They're all important. And then.
0: <laughs> you have got an amazing strategy for feeling overwhelmed there. Yeah. That's phenomenal. If I did that, I would be in exactly the same place
1: going, ah! <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then you just skip it and you go right to the scotch and, you know, yes. like, oh, screw this. <laughs>
0: Just pour the scotch and not do anything. (laughs) I love it.
1: You're like, well, maybe this will help.
0: (laughs) It sounds as though uh, if you've written it on a post it note or you've written it on the board or you've thought about it, does it have to be done?
1: In general, not necessarily. Like if it's on the board in the projects realm, it needs to be done at some point. Obviously, you know, I've discussed a delivery date for those things for to-dos, a lot of those are just things I think I'd like to do, but mm-hmm. also that's something you always keep coming back to and you have to like I guess you have to take stock every now and again which of those are really helpful and which of them are like fluff. Cuz some of those are like adding to my website or just different things I've done like some of them are cross promotions of people I've worked with or, you know, Instagrams I've been featured on. Which can help, I think, with your validity to certain clients, but maybe at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter that much. So I think it's also taking those things and constantly reevaluating and saying, is this really important? Does it really help? Or has the moment passed, you know, et cetera. Yes. The swirly things in my head, to be honest, outside of like the marketing emails and efforts, a lot of them are, well, this would be nice or I should add this to the site. You know, they're kind of wish list items, but there's a tendency to get really caught up in the, well, this person's doing this, so I must do this. You know, I think you see something on another site or another Instagram and you, you create, you know, new projects for yourself out of that.
0: Yeah. It's kind of these things. Oh, that's good. I should do that someday. And then that thought remains lodged in your head, nagging at you to get it done, even though it's like, you just don't have time for it. Yeah. I've been there. I've had exactly this. May I suggest a couple of ideas? Yes, please. So, my first idea I'd love to give you is what I call the someday maybe list. And this has been it actually comes from a guy called Dave Allen who wrote Getting Things Done, but it's been really important for Katie and I. And it's someday maybe I will do the Instagram takeover. Someday, maybe I'll add this to my website. Someday, maybe I'll do this. And I take all of that stuff that swirls around in my head. I take all of the stuff that I think I should do at some stage and I dump it on the someday maybe list. And the key to this is my brain is confident; It's captured. So it's willing to let it go And that list holds all of those ideas. And if I ever want to go back to it, those ideas are there. And if I get to the stage where I have time, (laughs) which doesn't happen that often, let's be honest, I've ticked off everything on my to-do list and I've finished all business projects. I can go and look at the someday maybe list for inspiration and find the next idea. Um, I think that will really help get a lot of the stuff out of your head and off your to-do list. Because it sounds like some of the stuff you've got is someday maybe stuff. Yeah. And actually what we need to do is focus on the one, two, three, five things that you need to do to move yourself forwards over the next week.
1: Yeah. Where do you keep your list out of curiosity?
0: Oh, I love that. That is an organized (laughs) person question. I love that question. I am a real geek. I use something called Microsoft OneNote and Mm. I store all of my thoughts in there. It's basically the externalization of my brain. So it's quite a scary place, but it's all <laughs> the different stuff that's in there, put on the outside. There's other versions. There's Evernote. There's lots of note-taking apps, but this allows me to have tabs and different pages and everything is searchable. So oh, if nice. I just type whatever it is, let's say I had an idea once about a podcast. If I type podcast ideas into my notebook now, it brings up a list of all of the pages where I've had podcast ideas and I have a whole list of different stuff that I could get to. And well, you know what it's like, you start creating a project and you go, I could do this. I could do this. I could do this. And if I keep that in my head, I tend to become overwhelmed because I'm trying to do too many things at once. If I shove it all on a random list that says someday, maybe, and Mm -hmm. then I pick the one thing I want to focus on to start with, I feel relaxed and I can make more progress.
1: Yeah. And you've also taken the urgency out of it by calling it someday, maybe, you know. Oh, yes. Emotionally.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll get to it someday. Someday this will happen, but it doesn't happen to happen now. uh, And we'll come back to it. Yeah. We've got to take some of the emotion out of it. Definitely. My second thought is, I think you and I are similar in some ways, I like to think I can conquer the world in one day.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yes.
0: So this is my current project list. I've got to get the planning for season two of this podcast done. I'm working on a TV show based on the principles. Katie and I are going to redo our finance course. I can get that on the website. I can do the planning for season one. And I'm like, I've got this list of stuff. If I've got a free day, I think I can do everything. Yeah. And what I've realized over the years... <laughs> It's that's the quickest way to make myself go mad uh, mm-hmm. is to try and do it all. So now I tend to, the day before, go, and this is the question I ask myself, what's the one thing I could do tomorrow that if I do that one thing, I'll feel successful and anything else is a bonus? And that's the prioritization question. So if you were to look through your board of active projects, it'd be okay. Okay. What's the one thing I need to do that if I move that forwards and do the next step, I can be happy that I've been successful today? How do you know, Christina, if a day has been successful or not?
1: I guess it's just a general feeling. You feel satisfied, like you got something done.
0: So do you come into the day with expectations of how much you're going to get done?
1: I have very high expectations. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: And what percentage of days do you meet those high expectations?
1: Mm, Maybe like, I don't know, 10%-ish. 10%. So you've
0: set expectations that 90% of the time you don't live up to. Yes. It sounds like you've set your own game up to fail.
1: Yeah, probably. (laughs) It's like a house of cards of like one thing throws off my day, then it's, you know, just so scheduled and stacked but yeah. that's not how life works <laughs> life isn't like oh your pot roast is gonna take exactly the amount of time you wanted it to take you know i don't know I think pot- that's i've never murphy's made a law yeah i've never made a pot roast i don't know why that was my example
0: uh- <laughs> it's a great example because it never takes the right amount of time it's never an exact science um yeah i think that's murphy's law which says everything that can go wrong will go wrong uh- <laughs> And there's yeah. always going to be an issue with everything that goes on. I had it this morning. I lost half of an hour of my life to, I thought it was a very simple thing. I'd pay my tax, but then you try and log on to the, the service and then you're like, oh, I've got to re enter these details and then I've got to find the password and do this. And the one simple task ends up taking 40 minutes. But yeah. I'm pulling my hair out afterwards because it drives me mad. But that happens regularly. And I know you're probably not going to like this, Christina, but Mm -hmm. I think you need to lower your standards. (laughs) Are you ever too hard on yourself?
1: Oh, constantly. I mean, I can admit it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So let's imagine I was you and I've not achieved everything that I wanted to achieve in the day. How would you treat me?
1: Hmm. I guess probably just general disappointment. I'd be like, well... You'd be
0: generally disappointed in me. Just,
1: just, you know... (laughs) I'd be like, well, you tried. You didn't get all those things done that you set up for yourself. That's part of the problem is sometimes I don't even define what the things are. I just know that I should have done more. So I think, you know, starting (laughs) with defining like that one thing will be a good step. But yeah, I think it's like I'll just be kind of hard on myself like oh you didn't do all this stuff and then it's like a frantic well tomorrow you have to set your alarm and get up early so we can like really attack this and then like you know if I get up late and I miss my workout or I start late I'm just like "Ah," mad at myself
0: it sounds like you're quite tough on yourself would you treat other humans the way you treat yourself when it doesn't go well
1: no I'm much nicer to others (laughs)
0: This is a general theme for people. I am far nicer to other people than I am to myself. I am my own worst critic, but everyone else looks at me and goes, Alan, you built a podcast. You've done this. You're doing great. And in the inside, I'm going, yeah, but I could have done more. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I think we need to learn to treat ourselves as we do others because we tend to be far nicer to other people than we are to ourselves. Yeah. So I think from our chat today, the recommendations what I have is number one, start a someday maybe list and take nearly everything off your to-do list that is a someday maybe I'll get to it and put it on that list and just take everything that's out of your head, put it on that list and keep it to one side. You can trust it's there. You can get back to it if you need to. it. Yeah. Number two is for the next week, can you do an experiment where the night before you decide what's the one thing I do tomorrow that if I get that done, I can feel happy? Okay. And when I say one thing, I don't mean a giant project, Christine. <laughs> I don't mean launch entire website or photograph entire campaign. I don't mean that. I mean like the one action, the one smaller thing that you can do. Yeah. I get the feeling. The only reason I can spot these loopholes is because it's what I would do. It's <laughs> yeah. so, okay. Alan's told me I can have one yeah, thing. Yeah, so I'll okay, build the next supersonic thing.
1: jet tomorrow. It's good. <laughs>
0: exactly. Tomorrow. <laughs> I will get it all done tomorrow and then I will be disappointed I don't do it. <laughs> so it's got to be one small item. So maybe it's something that takes you maximum an hour and it's something that you can go, okay, I've done that. I've made progress on it. That was the one thing I can feel... I'm now happy. Everything else is a bonus. Perfect. Okay. And I think by doing that, you're setting up the game for success rather than having all these stacked things. And I think if you can have a feeling of, okay, I've done my one thing and you've got that feeling by 10 a.m. or 11 a.m., You'll actually end up getting more done counterintuitively than if you do it the other way and heap a whole host of pressure on yourself. Yeah. So, the third thing is let's set this game up for success so that we can feel good earlier on in the day.
1: Okay. Set it up for success. So, do that one thing earlier in the day.
0: Definitely start with that. <laughs> Start with that. Let's get that one thing done, get it out of the way with, then we can be successful and feel like we've made progress. And then we can get on with some other stuff that we choose to do, whatever the next action is on our other things. Or we can go, actually, I've made progress. I'm happy. But it's kind of up to us what we do after that. But if we've done that one thing that's critical, that's more than most people do. Absolutely more than most people do. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: I think. Christina, over the years, you've developed some fabulous strategies for creating stress and overwhelm, (laughs) which have a good purpose. They are designed to help you achieve things, but they're doing it at a fairly big price. Yeah. Do you think these few things we've spoken about today could help you make progress in a similar way, but without the stress?
1: Yes, definitely. I think, especially, choosing the thing and putting a limit on it. So when you said like an hour, so I'm going to look, I'm going to choose things that I can realistically do in an hour, give or take, which is hard to, a lot of times you think you could be Superman in an hour, you can't. So I'm going to have to be realistic. Realistic (laughs) is the key here. Because I'll block out on my calendar, like a two hour block to work on. And I'll like write everything. I'm like, well, we're going to plan social media for the next, three years and we're going to shoot all these photos. And and like, it's, it's all way too much. So (laughs) realistic.
0: I love that. I love that. And the last thing to talk about is if this feeling of overwhelm comes back, what strategies do you have to cope with it?
1: I think right now to kind of approach the overwhelm, definitely writing everything down, getting it out of my head. And then working on looking at it and prioritizing based on what are actual deadlines for clients and what are things that actually move my business forward versus what are things that could go on that someday, maybe, or even just an extended deadline.
0: Yeah. The question Katie and I have is does this have to be done or is it a nice to have? Yeah.
1: And I do that even with clients. Sometimes I put tighter, deadlines on myself than they even care about, you know?
0: (laughs) Yes. Which then you need to ask them. So like, where are we on this? When would you be happy with it being delivered? Yeah, definitely. Getting that feedback from them is a very important piece.
1: Yeah.
0: Cool. So we've got some stuff to try. Shall we report back in a couple of weeks and see if it worked? Because I'm always intrigued. (sighs) Did it actually work? Did it help you? (laughs) Has it moved things on Uh, So let's test those different things and let's see what happens. I
1: hope to report back with lots of give or take one hour important things done. Well, not lots. (laughs) If it's two weeks, we get 14, right? (laughs) Yeah. Let's let's limit ourselves.
0: Well, yeah. Do you get the weekends
1: as well? I'll I'll take Sunday off to watch football. So I guess to do 12.
0: (laughs) Perfect. You've got to leave some time to relax and think as well. Uh, You've got to relax. And the interesting bit is if you relax and look after yourself, you actually end up making more progress. Christina, this has been fun. We'll speak again in two weeks. Sounds good. Every time I talk to an entrepreneur, it seems as though this subject of overwhelm comes up. There's more to do than I could ever get done. I sound like an episode of The Lion King when I say that. There's more to do than can. I've never sung on the podcast, and I'm not going to start now. Um, there's more to do than can ever be done, and feeling overwhelmed at some points is normal. The question is not feeling overwhelmed. The question is, what is your strategy to deal with it? And actually, Christina's strategy, and what I've found with most entrepreneurs I've worked with when they first start, <laughs> me included is that our strategies actually add to the overwhelm and actually create the overwhelm rather than breaking it down, making it simple and allowing you to make progress. First step is understand how you're currently dealing with overwhelm. So if you ever feel overwhelmed, what I want you to do is get a friend to ask you the question, if I could take this off you, what would I have to do? And they kind of see it as a strategy. They talk you through. So how are you achieving this? How are you making yourself feel overwhelmed? What do you have to look at? What do you have to do? And it's really interesting when you step through that. So first step is understand how you're currently dealing with things. And then second step is to create a strategy that serves you better. And I think there's several keys to this. Number one is getting it all in one place. If you have lists over here, lists over there, if you have post-it notes on the wall, if you have things in your head, it just gets like what all this stuff's everywhere. Just get it all in one place, work out what the most important thing is, and then work on that one thing till it's done. Break it down, do the first thing, make progress. Then I would suggest you actually need a system or a capture device for this stuff doesn't really matter what you use. I use OneNote because it came like you can get it free on the iPhone. It's a free app. It's actually one of the pieces of software Microsoft has done best. I have my problems with Microsoft and their accounts and their passwords, but don't get me started on that. But OneNote is a great piece of software. And I don't care what you use, but you need a system to organize things. And you need a way of differentiating between a project and a next action, because most people just have giant lists of stuff. And on that list, they have reminders, next actions, projects, build website, take photo, reminder about granny's birthday next week. There's all this stuff and it just gets too much. You need a simple way of breaking it down to reminders going in the calendar for time-specific stuff, projects, and next actions. And you need to pick You know, just pick the one thing that you want to do to make progress. And I think this is my top tip. The one thing I want you to take away from this episode is every day, think about what's the one thing you want to do tomorrow. If you get that one thing done, that one step towards your goal, towards your business, towards saving, towards financial independence, towards sales, whatever it is. If you get that one thing done, you'll be happy. And then start with that in the morning. And just get it done first thing. And it is incredible the feeling you get from doing that. My one thing today was this episode. Actually, I wanted to do two episodes. I was greedy. Don't do that. Pick one. But episode six and episode seven of the coaching series, I wanted to record my introductions and my outros. And they're reasonably big tasks here because I have to re-listen to the audio in the middle, make notes as I go through. And then record introductions and outros to every episode. So that was my one thing today. And (laughs) tell you what, it feels good to have actually made progress on that. And coming up on the podcast, which I'm, I am super excited about this for you because like I have this conversation all the time with entrepreneurs about how do I get more done? And I actually think one of the main differences, one of the main things that makes a difference is your ability to coolly and calmly make progress on a daily basis. If you can do that, it's incredible how far you can get. But overwhelm, stress, fear of getting something wrong, perfectionism, all of these things stop us from making progress on a daily basis. So Simon and I, uh, my business partner, Simon Payne, have been working on a series of episodes for you that are going to help this. So starting on the 19th of April, we've got an entire series on the podcast about this. So episode one is making it happen. So we've got our pop-up top tips on making it happen, staying on top of things. And you're obviously getting that through the Christina coaching series and some of the other episodes, but this is really going to break it down for you. Episode 13, we've got Dave Crenshaw, the author of The Myth of Multitasking. So he talks about focus and how to deal with overwhelm, which I'm very excited about. Episode 14 is going to be an absolute doozy. Yes, I use the word doozy on the podcast. Uh, it's with Simon Payne and Robert Peake, who is a getting things done coach and expert. And we've entitled the episode, The Productive Entrepreneur. Robert is going to coach my business partner, Simon on productivity. Two reasons for this. Number one, I think it's important that you all realize that Simon and I are far from perfect and we both are learning as we go. We've learned some skills. We're good at this stuff, but you can always learn more. And Simon is pretty good at getting stuff done, but there's always a better way to do it. So we're learning from Robert. And I think that coaching episode I soaked up so much from. And it's actually built on the Getting Things Done methodology, which a guy called David Allen created. And I'm so excited. Episode 15 on the 10th of May, we've got David Allen who wrote Getting Things Done on the podcast. Small fanboy moment. I got quite excited. David has had a huge impact on my life, Katie, my wife's life he's enabled us and give us tools and techniques to be able to cope with the magnitude of stuff we do. And we run a lot of businesses and do a lot of things. So I'm very excited to share that episode with you. And my hope is that this set of four episodes plus the coaching episodes is going to give you the tools, the techniques, the ideas, the strategies to help you feel more relaxed, get more done, and have more fun. That's what I want for you. And this is something I end up talking about with every entrepreneur. So the one takeaway from this episode for tomorrow, please work out what's the one thing you want to get done and then start with that and get it done. And do that every day for a week and let me know how you get on. Thank you for listening to the Rebel Entrepreneur Coaching Series. I really appreciate you listening. Please feel free to send me messages. And like one thing you could do for us is to leave us a review. The reviews mean a massive amount to us. So if you could leave us a review, I would really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Good luck. Go make it happen. The extraordinary belongs to those that create it. You can have any life you want to. Choose to build something cool. Choose to take action. Choose to work to make your dreams become reality. Stand out. Be different, be yourself, be a Rebel Entrepreneur.